One of the world's most popular products is the thing that quite literally holds many other inventions together. Today, on Ahead of Their Time, a story of the world's forgotten inventors, we take a look at Peter Cooper, a man of many great ideas, and the invention that helped him make his fortune, glue. I'm Ryan Hayes. Let's jump in. Peter Cooper was born in New York City on February 12, 1791. The fifth child of John Cooper, a Methodist hat maker from Newburgh, New York, Cooper learned to work with his hands from a very young age. He worked as a coachman's apprentice, hat maker, cabinet maker, brewer, and grocer. Throughout all of the jobs, one thing remained constant. Cooper was a tinkerer, constantly trying to improve things and make the next best thing. In 1821, Cooper purchased a glue factory on Sunfisk Pond on East Manhattan for $2,000, which is equivalent to about $45,000 in today's currency. Cooper had access to raw materials from nearby slaughterhouses and ran it as a successful business for years. At his plant, Cooper developed new ways to produce glue and helped it become the commercially available product it is today. I know what you're thinking, but Ryan, there was glue back in the Greco-Roman times. Here's where we need to make an important distinction. Yes, the Greeks and Romans did have mortar, which allowed large items to be joined together. I'll give you that. However, mortar, as glue does, falls under the larger category of an adhesive. The glue that Peter Cooper developed and sold could be used for smaller scale items, unlike the mortar that was used in Greco-Roman times. Cooper's business was very profitable, reaping in profits of hundreds of thousands of dollars in today's currency. However, the pollution from his factory was immense. The pond that his factory sat upon was used as a dumping ground for all of the factory's waste. And it got so bad that in 1839, the pond had to be drained and filled for later construction because of the condition it was in from the waste being dumped into it. Cooper was a man of many great ideas and continued to tinker, but now with a steady stream of income from his glue factory. Cooper is credited for creating the Tom Thumb steam locomotive from various old parts, from things such as old engines that he found laying around to parts as crazy as old musket barrels. Cooper also owned the patent for gelatin that was sold to a cough syrup manufacturer, which was later named Jello. Although Cooper was one of the richest men in New York City, he practiced a relatively modest lifestyle. Cooper dressed in simple, plain clothes and limited his household to only two servants, even returning an elaborate carriage his wife bought for a more discreet, cheaper one. 
this is interesting because at the time, the rich, especially in New York City, were indulging in every luxury they could afford. And it was very unusual for someone of his stature to be practicing such a modest lifestyle. In 1851, Cooper became a co-founder of Children's Village, a New York orphanage. Children's Village remains one of the oldest nonprofit organizations in the United States. Cooper also held an interest in adult education for many years. In 1853, he broke ground for the Cooper Union for the Advancement of Science and Art, completing the building in 1859 at a cost of $600,000. Cooper Union attracted about 2,000 responses to its initial opening. Cooper Union attracted 2,000 responses to its initial open admission. Night classes were made available to both men and women, although roughly 95% of the students were male. However, Cooper also started a women's school of design, offering daytime courses in engraving, lithography, china painting, and drawing. Today, Cooper Union is recognized as one of the leading American colleges in the fields of architecture, engineering, and art. Carrying on Cooper's belief that college education should be free, the Cooper Union awarded all of its students with a full scholarship until fall of 2014. Cooper died on April 4, 1883, at the age of 92. Cooper's legacy remains in New York City, with many schools and buildings and parks bearing his name. So today we say thank you, Peter Cooper, for your innovative ideas and practices. And we also thank you for setting a wonderful example of how to practice modesty and philanthropy. So the next time you find yourself gluing something together, remember the man that helped make that possible. Thanks for listening to today's episode of Ahead of Their Time, a story of the world's forgotten inventors. I'm Ryan Hayes. See you next time.